Hello and good morning. A bright start to your mornings with two bright ladies to brighten up your day. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Good morning. It's a TGI Friday. Yoo-hoo! Oh, yeah. Are we set for the weekend? Yes, we are. I mean, uh, we also are looking forward to the fact that uh, Chef Carl will be joining us in the studio as well. Mm-hmm. And we've got two amazing prizes still to give out. Yes, we want to feed you with some yummy caviar. Mm-hmm. Sending you to Caviar, which is Singapore's first caviar-based restaurant, showcasing a multitude of caviar from all around the world with a $100 dining voucher. And also a $100 dining voucher to enjoy the newly launched Nasi Padang Buffet at Peninsula Excelsior Hotel's Coleman's Cafe. It's the only hotel to offer such an amazing buffet. We'll tell you more about it in just a bit. What a lovely morning. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Madonna featuring Justin Timberlake with four minutes to save the world. I think it would take longer. Yes, slightly. Okay. Four minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Free your mind. <laughs> All right, so do you know Eckhart Tolle? Yes. Mm, he is an author, a mm-hmm. spiritual guide, and he often, you know, works with Oprah Winfrey as well. A lot of wise things to say. And he once upon a time shared, most humans are never really present in the now because they unconsciously believe that the next moment must be more important than this one. But then you miss your life, which is never not now. <gasps> Mind-blasting that yeah, one. Quite deep, right? Very true. And I'm very guilty of that. You mm. know, I'm always thinking about like, okay, uh, next hour I have to do this. This, oh yeah, like you plan this for that and just looking ahead all the time that I'm not really present. Oh, Carol! Yeah, so your kids might be next to you like, oh. hey, mommy, you know, wanting to spend a bit of that time and you're like, oh yeah, hang on, I got a plan for this. I've done that. Really? Done that. Me too. I mean, you're not the only one, I'm sure, I, you know, we all find ourselves in situations like that. So, but now that you're aware, all right, maybe this weekend, take some time to be present. Good morning. Prepare yourself. Come on! Brightside with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Time for some good vibes only. Yes, I love the story that came out from Las Vegas, USA. Mm-hmm. So a food critic, very, very influential guy, his name is Keith Lee. Uh, he was actually invited by this struggling family restaurant called Frankincense. Okay. And uh, they reached out to him and says, you know, could you stop by for a meal and, you know, try our food? And he did. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he gave a very honest review on TikTok about how it was really, really good. And that he was very shocked to see that, you know, the restaurant is struggling because the food is really, really good. Well, just that one review turned things around 180 degrees. Before you know it, the owner is just struggling with so many orders. Wow. Yeah, take a listen. Our phone never stopped ringing. I sold more lemon pepper wings in the last two days than I have in the last four months. It's just been overwhelming. It's been a blessing. This restaurant has been a dream of mine for 30 years. Oh, wow. He was getting pretty emotional there. Yeah. Looking down. So you can tell that, you know, the owner is very passionate about what he does. And the other thing I want to point out is that Lee accepted that invite, right? Mm. But he didn't allow the restaurant to give him a complimentary meal. He paid for everything to make sure that his review is honest Mm -hmm. and true. And he mentioned, and the owner had mentioned that another influencer gave the restaurant a $2,600 quote just to review. Oh, my God. Thank goodness they stuck with Keith. Is he coming to Singapore soon? Well, I hope he is and that he'll bring us some of those wings from Frankincense. <laughs> <laughs>
It's my favoriteest place in the whole wild world. Alrighty, time for a wild, wacky story from around the world. We head over to the UK where okay. the paramedics right, took a man to the hospital after he called 911 for a stroke. <gasps> so when they arrived, right, he leapt up and thanked the paramedics for the lift. They were like, what's going on? And then he told them, oh, I just wanted a ride to the hospital to visit a friend. That's so cheeky. <laughs> oh my and, you know, stroke is just such a serious thing, exactly. right? And then you're using up very precious, all these, like, you know, ambulance service and all that. Yeah. Hey, man, not cool. Not cool indeed, especially since the NHS over in the UK is already so stressed, you and know? And overwhelmed. Yeah, so don't do Slap that. Slap this fella. Mm. Action. Good morning. Nice to see you. Here we go. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Now, this is something that I think is really, really interesting. I've got three boys of my own and I'm always thinking about like, you know, what are the skills I need to impart to them, teach them so that they can become, you know, better human beings in society, right? Mm. And a Stanford psychology expert says that this is the number one skill parents need to teach their kids, but most don't. Finishing and- their food. <laughs> This is the skill of being indistractable. Ooh, not indestructible, but indistractable. So not easily distracted. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Can you say that again, please? (laughs) Ooh, chocolate. Mm. (laughs) No, being indistractable is an important skill, the most important for the 21st century that we don't teach our kids. It's the idea of not letting your kids let their attention and lies be controlled or coerced Mm. by others. That's how you want to be. Wow. Be indistractable. I love that. (laughs) Can you say it all over again, please? I was distracted by the chocolate. Hey! Good morning, everyone. We ready? The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. You know how it is that your wedding day is a really, really tremendously stressful day, right? Lots mm. to do, lots to take care of, to prep, blah, blah, blah. It's intense. But I think for this chap over in Yunnan, China, it got like 10 times epically worse. Okay, what happened? Eight to nine of his ex-girlfriends apparently turned up. They held up a really big banner and it says, We are Chen Song's ex-girlfriends and today we will destroy you. What? Yes. Not only did they turn up, they ter- they turned up united? With a custom-made banner, banner? This big red banner. Okay? That's intense, yeah. <laughs> I really wonder how he was in these past relationships. How did he treat them? Yeah. Well, he admitted that, you know, he was young then and that he didn't really treat them very well. But can you imagine how the wife must have felt? Mm. She was, apparently, she was so upset. Didn't talk to him for the whole of the rest day. Yeah. Well, we all know how the wedding night went then. <laughs> very quietly. Yeah. One, two, three. Good morning, boys and girls. Good morning, man. Good morning. Good morning. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. A new job has been created. It's called Pumelier. Can you guess what a Pumelier does? <laughs> I'm, there's only one thing on my mind right okay, now. Okay, all right. Hold that thought. Coming up shortly, <laughs> I'll tell you more about this job. And let's see whether or not you'll take it up. So did you manage to figure out what a Pumelier does? Oh my gosh, can I say it? Can I say it? Yeah. It's about poo-poo. Yes. <gasps> but what exactly? 
Oh my god, smelling poo poo? No! <laughs> Close enough, it's one of the job functions of a pumelier. A pumelier is an expert in all things fecal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for who? For who does he do this service for? Alright, so we head over to the UK where a nutrition brand called Feel Complete is on the hunt for the world's first pumelier. Uh, and the brand is looking to train this person in the sights and smells of feces and what it can reveal about a person's overall health and well-being. Mm. Because it's very true. I mean, all these researchers and experts, they can look at your poo and decide whether or not you have good gut health and uh, what kind of bacteria yes, yes, are yes, in there. Yes. In fact, some gut bacteria can actually save lives. It's quite telling and yes. it's really, really quite useful. So if you are an aspiring pumelier, you'll be paid $1,500 while they train you in all aspects of digestive health and nutrition with the most talented of the bunch being offered a role as UK's first pumelier with the brand and of course the word borrows from sommelier someone who is trained in all aspects of wine I want pumelier on my name card really? it's hilarious <laughs> isn't it? it is alright so when I grow up I want to be a pumelier okay just make sure you wash your hands after The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia yeah baby yeah. on 1FM 91.3 it's Foodie Friday so we're joined in the studio uh, by Chef Carl welcome back Hello, hello, hello. Chef hello, Carl Chef. Is the head chef over at Little and Farms today, yeah, in very Serangoon. serious, you know. Mm. Look at him; he's in his chef gear, his chef shirting. Yeah, his chef shirting. <laughs> <laughs> I like it; it's blue, very official looking, and that's because we're getting down to business this week. Yes. We are talking about some very practical skills that you can learn or should know in the kitchen at home. It's all about three things. So the first question we're going to fire off to Chef Carl is: What are the three things everyone should know how to do in the kitchen? Mm. Okay, so number one, probably most important is be able to pick product. So be able to go inside, you know, the, the grocery and be able to pick vegetables or meat or just quality product and be able to like ask questions like, where does this meat come from? Is it organic? Is it sustainable? You know, ask questions. Where Don't do be we want our meat to come from, actually? You want it to come straight, well, we get directly from uh, the um, suppliers. So especially with our salmon or our meat, we actually deal directly. So there's no middleman. So if you can go to a place, you know, it doesn't even have to be Little Farms, but if they, you know, we do it there. But it, that's what you want, you know. You want something where you know where it comes from. Like, you know what I mean? Like the salmon, I know exactly where it comes from. We've been to the farms. Um, we, we meet the suppliers and how they grow their things. So that's really, really important. You know, vegetables, everything. It's really, really important. Because mm, you want quality products in your kitchen. You don't want to work with, like, mystery meat. Exactly. <laughs> right. Mm, I only know the name of my... Uh that's mm. that's about it. I should know further. Like okay. the name of the farmer. <laughs> right. right? I just know where it comes from. Just mm. question them. Like, where does yeah. this come from? Australia, New Zealand. You know, what's the yeah. cut of meat? You know, yeah. ask questions. The more questions you ask, then you have a better idea of how to cook things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really, really important. Yeah. Mm. And the last thing? Oh, so no, I would... And uh, seasoning. Seasoning is really, really important. You know, so a lot of people use... Uh, I think salt is just salt. No. The best salt to use for me is kosher salt because it's uh, it's mined underground. There isn't any uh, kind of additive. So with regular salt, you have the iodized salt, and it's really it's really not good for you. you know what I mean, so that's something I learned Ooh. recently as well is because it? I came across Japanese salt. Okay, there is a particular. Uh, uh, region in Japan that just does salt and right. it's amazing it really does change the way your food tastes really so I, know, I thought salt was just salt right yeah, yeah, no yeah. it's not, it's not. Exactly. you see it's, it's not. not really you could go to a kitchen and if you I'll say like is there kosher salt is there sea salt that's the mm. first thing I look for you know what I mean so if I see iodized salt like that 
oh no, forget it. It right. leaves an, ast- an aftertaste too, so it's like. Oh, no ah, way. I'm adding to my shopping list, my grocery list. Don't okay. buy ionized salt. Okay. Mm. What else should people take? The note? last thing it's called. It's a French term, right? It's called uh, mise en place. So what that means is that before you even start cooking, you get everything in place. It means get, getting everything in place. You cut your onions. You get your pot boiling if it's for pasta. You're organized. If you're organized and then you read your recipe, it's going to be a lot easier yeah. than grabbing here, grabbing there. You know what I mean? So it's really important that you get all your uh, your ingredients, get your equipment, and then put some music on, a little bit of wine. <laughs> and then, that. you know, read the recipe and get in the mood and then just go for it. You know what? I love that you brought that up because cooking is an experience. And so I only recently learned the art of getting all my ingredients ready because in making pancakes, for instance, you got your flour and then suddenly you need your butter and then your hands are all dirty and you're going to the fridge. You got uh, flour all over your phone. You're looking at the recipe. It does pay to get all your stuff ready. I'm inspired. I think it's a good thing to Try. be disciplined about. Yeah, and also the experience that, yeah. of having the music on, taking and the wine, time, huh? and the wine. You have fun with it. <laughs> then yeah. it becomes fun. Okay. Always okay. cook happy. Aww. If, if, if you're not in a good mood, don't cook. Order out. Really? It's all about the heart. Man. What happened? Have you ever had a bad experience cooking in a bad mood? And yeah. People knew? I had to do a tasting once uh, for uh, Chef Jason, and I, I think uh, I got the um, timing wrong. He came an hour early, and I was stressed out, and he's like, you know what, man? Just stop. You cook better when you're happy. Mm. And I it really hit me, right? Like it's like he can tell the difference in cooking or the wow. t- the difference in uh, the food by you know the love when you're happy when you're okay. when you're angry you, you just, it's not the same. Mm. Okay, that's a great tip. That's a really great takeaway for today. All right, more with Chef Carl in just a few moments. Keep it right here. It's the bright side. We want to know, Chef Carl, what are some of the three things that people are afraid to cook? I'm gonna say okay. So the three things I'm gonna say: steak, mm. right, medium rare. That this is like the conundrum. Um, and there's a little bit of technique involved, but I, I think I have a couple of tips. You know, uh, number one, take it out of the fridge, let it temper. Okay. So what do I mean by temper? Let it come to about room temperature. If you take a steak and you just throw it on the uh, on the skillet and it's cold, the outside will cook, the inside's raw, right? Mm. So okay. Next is... Oh, wait. Mm, but go. when it comes to steak, after mm. you finish cooking, you got to let it sit and rest? You have to let it rest. Take a nap. For how long? It depends how thick the steak is. Maybe three, four minutes. Depends okay. on how Because I'm thick hungry. I want to eat it straight away. It's right. hot. No, but it's still cooking. It's thing called carryover cooking time. So even mm. though you take it off, it's still cooking. Ah. And then when you rest it, right? When you slice it, it won't, the, the blood won't come out. You know, it'll be just... Nah. Oh, the juice stays the in. The juice, juice okay. stays in. Right. If you cut it, then all the juices go out and it's a, it's a dry steak, right? Ah. So. Yeah. I have a quick question. I struggle with uh, how to season the steak right before I cook it. I've, I've, I've over-seasoned, over-salted it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, number one, you need uh, to, instead of using like regular pepper, you use like cracked pepper. Okay. That, that's what will give it the crust. Okay. Yeah, you season it um, just before or a, a little bit before. Mm. Uh, make sure it's pat dry so that when you put it in the pan, uh, it really sears, and you get that caramelization. So, mm. yeah, and you just uh, you know just cover the the steak on both sides. I mean, and trial and error. If you think it's you went too salty the first time, well, then go a little bit less the next time. Right? Oh, so okay, so really just basic salt and pepper uh, yeah. will do. Okay, yeah, salt and pepper. Okay. Yeah. Ah, let the steak be the steak. Okay, because there's something called steak seasoning, right? Yeah. What about those? Okay, yeah. So, you could, well, then you could put garlic powder or ah. onion powder, or you know, what I mean, that's called steak salt. So it's like um, salt, pepper garlic powder or garlic granulated garlic granulated onion mm. so yeah but these are just you know basic natural flavors you know so yeah okay cool um yeah then just uh when, you, when you're cooking your steak let it cook don't mess with it 
Make sure you're, uh, you have a cast iron uh, skillet or a very, very hot um, pan. Let it cook. And the three things I think you need to do is you need to look at it, you need to smell it, and you need to hear it. Mm. You need to hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. serious. What you does need, that mean? That means that it, it's caramelizing that your pan is hot enough. If, it, if you don't hear that. <laughs> guess what? It's not hot enough. You're boiling your steak. <laughs> right. And your steak is not So your pan should be a certain temperature right. before you put your steak right. in. You should get it really Can hot. Can you be flipping it around? Because like, say you want a medium rare steak. How long is that? On average, on each side. It, again, it depends. It depends on the uh, the thickness of the steak. For a home cook, your, therm- your thermometer, as they say out here, will be your best friend. So you you want to temp it. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, you need to temp it. Or another trick is that you, you take your finger, right, and mm, you put, take yeah, your uh, your one. thumb. You know that it really yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. You know, you take your thumb to your index finger. This is rare. Mm. Thumb to your middle finger and touch the palm, mm. uh, palm left, of your hand, like the right, bottom that, of your, your thumb. That's medium rare. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to pull that steak just before and then let it rest and you should be good to go. Okay, ah. cool. All right, so we've mastered the art of cooking steak. What else are people afraid to cook? Fish. Man, I've never tried cooking fish. Really? Except for salmon. I pan grill a salmon. Okay, right. That's about okay. it. Okay. Uh, and I do it really quick because I like it medium rare as well. Right, right. Soft mm. in the middle. Right. Mm. So if you have skin on, it's always skin side down first. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. You want to get it crispy, right? Yeah. Okay. And then okay. one thing that people, maybe home cooks don't do is use your oven. Just sear it. Yep. Right? Sear it on both sides and just stick it in the oven and let it, you know, gently um, ah. gently cook. Even even with the pan, it's not supposed, the fire's not supposed to be like, you know, raging. It's supposed to be a gentle, you know, you start off hot, mm. but then you, you lower the heat and uh, again, you look, you, you listen. And uh, and you smell. Okay, so something like salmon is pretty tricky, though. If you do want it medium rare, kind of soft in the middle, how do you know? Does this thing still work? No, not really. No, but, yeah. this thing doesn't work. So then either you, you temp it with a thermometer or you take a tasting pin. Okay. Uh, and you, and this is kind of crazy. I don't know if you guys get scared, but you stick it inside the um, salmon and you take it to your lip or you could take it to your, uh, your palm. Mm. And if it's warm, you're good to go. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's, nice that, so that's what we do. We take okay. a tasting pin. We, we, we stick it in and we, we put it usually to our lip. All right. Bottom of our lip, yeah. All okay. right. So steak That's the fish. most accurate way. What's yeah. the third thing? Hmm. Chicken. Chicken breast. I oh, mean, God. I, that is right? tricky. Come on. Let's that be honest. That is so tricky. Right? Yeah. So, so the biggest thing with that is that, you know, um, a tip is if, you, if you're if you afraid, what I do is I butterfly the chicken. So I butterfly with meaning that I come across, I cut it, not completely through, but and then I... I, uh, like you open it up. I right? open yeah. it up. Mm. I'll tenderize it with a, like a mallet, or you could even take a pan. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, <laughs> that will be a sight, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it tenderizes it. It's a little bit easier. You know, you won't be so intimidated. And then, yeah, just get it on the pan again. Um, this one you can feel. You know, it has to be uh, a bit harder. But you need to really watch it, baby, it, and then take it off the pan, let it rest a little bit, let the juices come back. Mm. And then, yeah, so that's another tip. You can Quick do. question. So for all meats, mm. is, um, it will always be let it rest, except for fish. Is that uh, it? Um, yeah, except for fish. fish. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, oh. for meat, definitely. Let it, let it rest a bit, you know what I mean? Like, like, like pork, chicken, everything. Yeah, let pork, it rest. yeah, especially pork too, Ooh, right? Okay. Wow. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I didn't so know I that. think that's the thing I've been doing wrong, because mm. every time it comes off the pan, I'm like, let's. it's good to go, let's eat it now, because right. I'm hungry. Right? right, I don't have time to sit around and wait for it, which is why I can't do sourdough. There's a lot of waiting going on with sourdough. All right, thank you so much, Chef Carl. More on the bright side in just a few. Today, we're asking a chef. It's all about three things. And right now, Chef, can you tell us what are three things everyone should have in their kitchen? Okay, I already touched on salt, so I'm not going to go back to the salt. Sure. Um, olive oil. 
uh, or oils, you know. Are all olive oils created the same? Extra virgin, virgin. No, they're not. So, like, a extra virgin oil would be used for a salad, okay. right? You wouldn't use, like, a pumice oil. But then there's also oils that you need for, it's called a high smoke point. So mm. when you're frying something, you know, so you need a, a an oil that can take uh, the heat, basically. You know what I mean? So you have different kinds of oil, vegetable oil, canola oil, uh, olive oil, uh, coconut oil. So it really depends on what you're what you're looking for. But you mm-hmm. need to at least have, you know, one for a salad and one oil that you like to use for cooking itself. Mm. Okay. So like, say for a steak, is there any olive oil involved? When you put a steak in a pan, it's just steak. There's no nothing. There's no, no, butter, no, there's no, no oil. you definitely put oil. Maybe I'll use grapeseed oil or I'll use um, a pumice oil. Okay, then, so is yeah. that something called a high smoking point? Yeah, high smoking point. So that means that if I put, say, extra virgin olive oil in and I cook the steak, it's going to burn. The, the oil is going to burn. You'll have that burnt uh, taste. It won't be able to take the heat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's really, really important. Okay, there Interesting. we go. Interesting. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm this woke, Mind blown, mind woke, blasting. Yeah, mind blasted. All right. What are two other things that everyone should have in their kitchen? Eggs. Okay. Eggs. I agree. Eggs. I mean, it's quick. It's fast. And you can do it so many different ways. You know, so many different cultures use it. You, know, you can use it in Asian cooking. You can use it in Western cooking. And to be honest with you, uh, if one of my cooks come in and they want a job, the first thing I say is make me some eggs. Mm. Whether it's scrambled, fried, you know, show me. You can tell a lot of skill by just making eggs. Wow. Very I'm very tempted to make my scrambled eggs for you to see if I can pass the test. Hey, why you make for him? Don't make for me. Because he's a hey, chef. I, I, what? I'm he your will partner. have the final on say. Air, on air, I'm your partner. How I bring that? an egg for you. How about it? Wait, is it, it going to be cooked? <laughs> I think about it. Hey. Uh, but what I do find quite tricky is a soft-boiled egg. Ah, oh. uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Timing. It's timing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just timing. Mm. You know, uh, um, one, of the, one of the things with eggs, what I'm still working on, it's the Japanese uh, egg. It's called. I think it's called ami rice. Uh-huh. Well, the one where the like inside the, the yolk is, eggs? is it right? Like it's runny? like it's like so. It's basically our fried rice, and then it take it looks like an omelet, and yeah. then they slid oh, it from top to bottom. Right. I've seen to me, that. I, I'm still working on that. I mean, wow. 20 years. I mean, you know, there's some of these Japanese um, chefs that can do it. And it's it's so pretty, right? Yeah. Actually, I want to do it at Little Farms. I think it would be so cool. I'll come to your table side, and I just slit the uh, top Ooh. of the egg and. Drah! I love that. It's <laughs> such a great sound. And then the guy looks at you go like, why you cut my egg? <laughs> <laughs> and what is the last uh, thing that everyone should have in their kitchen? Food or non-food? Uh, food, uh, I'm going to say rice. Okay. I mean, I mean, really? I love to have rice. I always like, you know, being Spanish, I like to have rice. You know, Asia, you always have some rice. Mm. Um, I know that's one of them. But I wanna, I'm, I'm going to add a couple more. You have to have uh, onions, garlic, always have chili, and then always have um, either thyme, coriander, you know, this is always should be in your uh, refrigerator. Okay, all the must-haves. All right. So many to list. Well, actually, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, because I'm not really a rice person. I don't have rice mm, at home mm, at mm, all. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, the only person that eats rice at home is my dog. When he's got an upset <laughs> tummy, he eats uh, a bit of porridge. Okay. Uh, but okay. other than that, uh, I do agree with the eggs because they're so versatile. They yeah. go in yep. pancakes. They go in baking. You you know, when you're hungry, it's a quick fix. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so exactly. So we'll come back and have a little game with Chef Carl. We're going to be playing Yes or BS. It's your chance to win a beautiful prize from Caviar. Mm-hmm. It's a $100 dining voucher for you to enjoy these oh little little balls of happiness from Caviar at Singapore's <laughs> first dedicated caviar restaurant. So here on The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia. So we've been talking about three things everyone needs to know in the kitchen. Actually, we forgot to ask you this. What is one ingredient that is overused here in Singapore? Or well, around the world? Around the world. <laughs> uh, I have to think about that. A lot of dishes seem to incorporate this all the time. 
the yeah we already talked about truffle oil last week. That's, 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 Did we? Uh, yeah. Did we talk about truffle oil? Yeah. Oh, okay. I told you. I think we talked about that. Oh, um, and about how we should use like truffle as it is. Truffle right? as it uh-huh. is. Shave yeah. it on directly and ah, freshly. Uh-huh, okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I gotta think, man. You got me stumped. <laughs> how about uh, is there a meat like is salmon overused? Uh, yeah, salmon is pretty much on every single menu or uh, or cod, Atlantic cod. Uh, but salmon definitely by far. But I mean, if you cook it correctly, at least try to do something a little bit different. You know, I mean, uh, don't just cook it pan fried. Just try to do something you know original or something different. Like challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Kitchen. Yeah. You okay. Know what I mean? So that's what I try to do at least. You know. So well, I think that's cool. That's how you learn because I'm always like sticking to the tried and tested when it comes to food. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Chef Carl. Time for us to have a little fun in Yes or BS where we have a cool hey. prize up for grabs from Caviar. That's right. It's a chance for you to win this $100 dining voucher all thanks to Caviar. Let me tell you about Caviar, okay? They have different types of caviar from the top caviar houses around the world. Their menu follows the offerings of the Japanese and the European season. So there's a major change of the menu with each season. So there's always something new to enjoy. Enjoy when you head on over to Caviar. You can check them out over at CVR.sg. Okay, so we're playing Yes or BS. There's going to be two truths and a lie got Chef amongst here. the three of us. Yes, mm. because Chef Carl has a lot of amazing stories, but sometimes we don't know if they're true or not. <laughs> yeah, they're he's so amazing, Jenza right? Washington. Yeah. He's cooked for Chris Evans. He's, <laughs> I don't know what is going on. All right, so here are our stories. Chef Carl, you want to go first? Okay, I was, I was once in a commercial with uh, Morton Scorsese. No way. You're yeah. a chef, though. Yeah. yeah. You How did that happen? In yeah. this commercial. Okay, cooking? this one lie. <laughs> I say it already lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mm-hmm. once went to a Bobby Brown concert, and after that, the dancers invited me to go party with them and Bobby Brown. Got slight vibe of creepiness. Yeah, creepy, creepy. <laughs> yes. Very Whether creepy. or not I went is a different story. Oh, but I was invited. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay, mine. I have a little celebrity. Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> you do that very well, though. <laughs> um, Lionel Richie was in town, I think, a few years back. Mm. And it was at the Singapore Indoor Stadium. And I was the one who managed to catch his towel. He threw his like handkerchief, little, little towel. He threw it in the audience. What role were you in? Ready? Near the front. You were near the front. Yeah. Okay, so he threw it and then I catched. No way you would have caught it if you were rotating. No, no, because no, handkerchief no. doesn't fly, right? Uh, but this that one far. got his sweat, la, Oh, so it was a bit weighted. Yeah, I see, a bit I see, weighted. I see. Then he okay. threw. Then I oh mine, <laughs> and I got it. Did oh I wash my. it? Of course not. <laughs> okay, so who is telling the truth and who is BSing? WhatsApp us your answer eight eight five five zero nine one three. Lavi said that she. Met I caught the handkerchief. Uh huh. That Lionel Richie threw into the crowd when he was here a few years ago. Okay. Oh. Two people said you were lying. Yeah. Chef Carl said. I said I was in a commercial with Morton Scorsese. Okay. One person thought you were lying. Everybody else thought I was lying. Uh, that I was invited to go to a party after the Bobby Brown concert. Uh, guess what? That was actually true. I ah. was really invited to go dance and check out uh, the party with Bobby Brown and gang after their concert here many years ago when I was very young. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, Chef Carl was also telling the truth. You were in a commercial? Yes. With Martin Scorsese? Yeah. We'll get back to that, which means someone here has walked away with a $100 voucher from Caviar. And it is nice. Belle. Play the bell sound. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Literally, it's Belle. Her name is Belle. Okay, so and she said I was lying, and she's absolutely correct. Yeah. Well done, Belle. Lavinia did not catch. You, were you at the concert? I was at the concert. But you didn't catch his stinky I didn't catch it, but I bought a mug that says, Hello, is it tea you're looking for? 
Are you serious? I lo- this is one of my favorite mugs. I bought it for like a lot of my friends because it's the best. Oh, okay. Line up with cheese face and then that's is it crazy. hello? Oh, is it a, tea you're looking for? That's a great consolation it. prize. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, don't have handkerchief? Got cup. All right. So, but uh, back to Chef Carl. Martin Scorsese, commercial what? So I was boxing. I used to play a box at this place called Gleason's, and I had this guy come up to me. He's like, "Do you want to be in a commercial?" And I'm like, uh, "Look, I'm doing something right now. Like, you leave me alone." He's like, "No, no, no, really, really. You know, here's my card. Come down. I think it was on Prince Street. Mm. So I go down there, and um, there's a bunch of people, and they like getting to make up. You're gonna be a boxer in, in, in this um, in this commercial." And so they made me run basically like 30 times, and Martin Scorsese is in a taxi, and I'm running next to him. You'll, you'll, you'll kind of see it in the commercial. And yeah, so it was for Goodfellas, Raging Bull, and I forgot what the other one was. That, that was what it was based on. But yeah, I was in a commercial. I thought I was going to get like 50 bucks for it. And they're like, don't worry, the check will be in the mail. I think it was almost 20K. Holy moly. And I thought I was like the next big thing, you know. So. All right. I hope you have that on film somewhere. No, it's on film. You can go to YouTube. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm in it for like, you know, maybe... Five seconds. seconds. Not okay. even, not even. But you can see it. It's but very still, terrible. you breathe the same air as Martin Scorsese yeah, at one cool. point of time in your life. Not that is people a very, can say very that. true thing. Oh, yes. wow. Claps for you. Okay. The 20,000, I'm sure. Long gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he invested it. He, he is wise that way. Lots of avocados, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Carl, the best. <laughs> thank you so much once again for joining us here in the studio of 1FM 91.3. Always a blast chatting with you on Foodie Friday. You can check him out, all his wonderful creations over at Sarangoon Gardens Little Farms. Uh, head on down there for the Smash Burger, Taco Tuesdays, you name it, they got it. It's absolutely fantastic. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia. FM 91.3 Talk of Tinseltown Okay, so the Academy Awards are about to happen again mm. and the Oscars this year are ready for the next surprise outburst because they've announced the addition of a crisis team to help manage uh, the response to any unexpected incidents during the award show because last year we had the whole Will Smith slapping yes. Chris Rock on stage yes. thing and uh, since then they said they've opened our minds to the many things that can happen at the Oscars and so we've run many scenarios. It's our hope that we will be prepared for anything we may not anticipate right now but we're planning uh, on that for just in case it happens okay so they've got a crisis team in place for any surprise slaps or whatever <laughs> fights that may break out at this year's Academy Awards okay alright so hopefully everyone feels safe attending and, and there'll be no crisis yes no mm. crisis at all one part brightness two parts wit three parts fun and oh heavy dose of laughter <laughs> The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Now it's time for some Bright Side Travels where we share with you some really great travel news or even travel tips. And today's news is a very happy one coming out from Taiwan. Mm. And they want to give to 500,000 international travelers a travel incentive to come and visit Taiwan. It is equated to uh, Taiwanese dollars, 5,000, or in Sing dollars, $220. Like, like cash. Money to cash. visit Taiwan. Oh. I love the idea of that. I really love Taiwan as it is. You know, the food there, the culture. They've got really great produce as well, local yeah. produce. I've never been, but I hear great things. Ah, now you should go. as well. They give you $220 a month. Okay, that or, should pay for my flight, hopefully. Uh, okay, Not yeah, quite. sure. <laughs> sure, like half an hour of it. How do I gain this money? 
Um, it doesn't really say here, but not only are international travelers getting that incentive, travel agencies also will receive subsidies for every travel group they bring into Taiwan. It's really to stimulate the travel and the tourism in Taiwan. I think it's a wonderful thing, all in all. All right, go check it out. Carol, come to the dark side. Nah, I prefer the bright side. Lavinia, come to the dark. Wait, are you my father? What? No, 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 no. The bright side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Since it's the weekend, here are a couple of suggestions for you to check out. Now, do you like escape rooms, Lavinia? I do. They're quite fun. Yeah. And do you like mini golf? Uh, I'm not very good at it, but I always love just going down and having a go. I love mini golf. Less Mm -hmm. walking, more fun. Ah! What happens when you combine the two? You get... Mystery golf. Oh my gosh, I never would have thought of combining the two. Brilliant. No, it's the world's first mystery golf experience and it's found right here in Singapore. Oh, hey! Yeah, adds to that. Boat Key, the very first in the world. It's called Kulnari Mystery Golf and it combines mini golf gameplay with a touch of murder mystery and it blends historical facts. Okay, what's happened in Boat Key in the 1920s with a whole mini golf experience. Okay, so it's something that's never been done before. In fact, the company that founded it is a mother son team. And they got a Disney writer to actually come up with a mystery component. Wow. Yeah, this, because it needs that to be based dedicated. on a story, right? Mm. Yeah, so they got a Disney writer to write the mystery story. Okay. And the golf bits are all in a very beautiful colonial setting in this oh. warehouse in Boat Key. So can you just do the golf without like the mysteries? Um, you can, yeah, game? because it's suitable for families with children above the age of five. So it can be a family-friendly experience. It can be a work gathering. It can be something you do with your loved one over nice, the weekend, during nice. the weekday. Yeah, so you can choose what you want to do. You want to do the escape room part or you want to do the golf part or combine them both. All up to you. It's super fun. Well, if you think about it, you don't get to escape from this. You can just play golf forever. I don't mind. Exactly. The whole experience (laughs) is about one to one and a half hours long. And it's called Kulnari Mystery Golf. They are located at 51 Circular Road. If you get hungry, you can go downstairs for a nice meal at Key House as well. Okay? So check it out this weekend. Kulnari Mystery Golf. What a lovely morning. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Almost time for us to bust a move, but before that, um, Lavinia has some beef with Shan Wee. <laughs> Excuse me? Some beef is happening? Okay, I couldn't take it. I just couldn't take it anymore. You know those little things you put on the, on the computer screen, you know, with like our number, our WhatsApp number and all so that? So I all stuck up reminders. these little notes, yes. Yeah. Just as a reminder for all the DJs, you know, it's just Good a helpful reminder. But my goodness, such shoddy workmanship. It's not even cut straight. So oddly. <laughs> then little bit sticker. Oh my God, I would stare at it from here every day and I'd be like, I can't live like wow. that. OCD I marched over. Much? I am. I am. And I marched over there and I cut it so nicely. I'm going to tape it down nicely. And at least tape it down nicely. You know so what I mean? It now all fits nicely within the border of the computer monitor, Shan. Nothing we sticking We cannot out. live like animals. And you, you called us gorillas for eating You are a, yeah, that's right. But you are a savage primate for not cutting it properly shoddy workmanship don't okay. live like that okay <laughs> i think it's uh the uh, i'm okay now precise have a good mom show. brain at work here <laughs> can't handle a little bit of mess yes yes oh. got to embrace the chaos no lavinia otherwise you're no. just gonna be angry all day long we, no, need, we, can't we, live we, like we all need a lavinia because who else is going to clean up the studio Shane? it's true it's yeah. true i all have right. to clean up the studio now Wait, excuse me, what's going you on? You asked for it, you dug this hole. Hey, wait, hang on. Now you please. have to sit what? with it. Good morning. Prepare yourself. Come on. The break.
Brightside with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3.